All right, great friends. Hey, it's Friday afternoon and we're just getting going. Divisional round is ahead of us. What a great weekend we'll have. And uh, let me have a minute here just to say a thank you to all of our great partners like Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. Alex will throw up the QR code. Think about this weekend. What are you doing? The best brunch in South County, according to San Diego Magazine readers, that's happening at Seven Mile Casino inside Sammy's Restaurant and Bar. You've got blackjack, poker, and other table games. TVs everywhere so you can watch the games while you're playing cards. The food is spectacular in a smoke-free environment. It's only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. This is the place to play and watch football this weekend. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. Any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, um, speaking of which, uh, my people at Prize Picks, when they sent me this right here, they sent me this copy and I read it. I went, wait a second. You can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into $1,000. I went, wait, 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 hold on. Are we talking about the same game that I've been playing? Because I've been putting $20 down to win $60. Now you're telling me that I can take $10 and possibly win $1,000? When you combine football and basketball in the specials section, that's where you can win major, major money. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. You match, uh, or you put in your first deposit, they match it 100% up to $100. And now you can even put in a deposit through Apple Pay on your phone. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. If you have not played prize picks yet, this is the weekend to get in on prize picks. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Hey, we get to Friday and I'm two weeks into Athletic Greens. In fact, I woke up this morning in a fog, a fog. First thing I did is I ran downstairs, I had a cup of coffee. I was like, maybe I should have another cup of coffee. No, don't do that. Have an athletic greens. I swear to you, I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. I know that you guys are like, oh, you get paid to talk about these guys. Actually, I don't. We don't get paid anything unless you guys buy. I'm pushing this on you because I know what it does for me. Dude, I had my athletic greens. All of a sudden, the fog that I was in from this crazy ass dream that I'd had, boom, it was gone. And I was back to work and I was feeling great, energetic, clear-minded, the whole thing. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. All the vitamins, minerals, nutrients that your body needs that it doesn't get from food. Buy through us. Get the subscription. You get the five free travel packs and the one-year supply of vitamin D. Do it now. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. Let's start the show. Hey, everybody it's Friday. It's Friday. And that is my always Friday start to the show. Homage to the original big old rascal, Billy Ray, who, by the way, I think that when I posted this picture of Billy Ray and I earlier this week on Instagram, it might be the biggest Instagram photo I've ever put out there at like 700 <laughs> likes, which I know to, you know, like influencers that have real audiences, that sounds like nothing. But for me, like 600, 700 likes and all these comments, uh, man, people seem to love it. And they were glad to catch up to Billy Ray. So as always, we start. It's Friday. Friday I don't know afternoon. How this passed me yesterday. Why? Just, just didn't even comment. What's up? What's up with the fanny packs? What do you mean, which fanny packs? His. Oh, Billy Ray is a waist fanny pack guy. Yeah. I, I'm a I'm a 
cross the chest fanny pack guy because Browner is baby cross bodies. They call cross bodies fanny. right because Browner has taught me about the cross body. Right, you, know you guys I mean? are into you guys are into purses. That's a fanny pack. Well, but I now you know I now I have like this little one, this little because if you saw that picture right there, Grande, um, Rachel for Christmas got me this beautiful, and I mean beautiful leather jacket because she was complaining that I always wear this ugly black puffy jacket everywhere I go. And she got me this insane leather jacket. And then she complimented it. She's like, you know what? If you're going to wear this fanny pack, if you're going to have to have a purse, I'm going to get you a nice purse. So now I got this nice brown leather purse to go with my really nice brown leather jacket. You so went. Now, so now you got a, you legit have a purse now. Oh, dude, I, I gave you up got a you know, brown leather purse. Well, I gave up that big black fanny pack with the red heart yeah. on it. You yeah. know, and I got smaller, smaller into the brown leather purse thingy. So were you walking around with like a Indiana Jones satchel thing now or what? Um, Kind of. I mean, sort of like that a little bit, I guess. Anyway. Do you, boo? Yeah, thank you. It's Friday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew. Got Grande and the brown man. We are you in too, the purse, man. You shake yep. your head all you want. Purse, yeah, I mean, Browner, man. Come on. Yeah, What's come on, dog. Mammy, bro. Your purse, purse is mammy, way bigger bro. than Scott's, so. Stop it. Don't purse man me, bro. Oh, I wear it. <laughs> My new well, purse is much smaller. I'll go get both of them. I'll show you the, the side by side. Um, look, hey, but, hey, it's cross body, bro. I ain't no purse game over here. Yeah, it's cross body is right. Um, all right. So listen, we're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. If you're thinking about where am I watching the games tomorrow or Sunday, I want to tell you guys that Seven Mile Casino has the best brunch in South County. That's according to San Diego Magazine readers. Uh, shout out to my boy, Troy Johnson, by the way from San Diego Magazine, and his wife, Claire. Shout out to both of you guys. You're doing a great job with San Diego Magazine. Seven Mile Casino is the best brunch in South County, according to San Diego Magazine readers. Blackjack, poker, table games, football games on TVs, amazing food, smoke-free environment, free and easy parking, and the best location, seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. That's Seven Mile Casino. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, it's Friday. My mind focused on football weekend. Browner, I'm curious. Where's your mind focused here on a Friday afternoon? Yo, so we had a funny conversation about the the the, the bots coming after you on Twitter. Mm. So normally I kind of I, I don't get mixed up in that because they don't they don't find me. Mm-hmm. But somebody saw the comments and then added me in them. To see them because they they listened to the show and they clearly saw that I didn't know anything about this. All right. So you know me, I'm always game for the low hanging fruit. So I go up in there, I start reading, I see what they're saying, and I go, you know what? I'll have some fun with these folks because part of the problem is they don't get addressed, and so they get to yell and yell and yell, and no one really asks them questions. So I'm asking them questions, and so one of them goes. He'll fight me for charity. Pick the glove size. Fam, you, sir, stop it. I seen your picture, big fella. You ain't the one. You ain't the one. <laughs> you ain't, the one. You ain't you him? Ain't got the faculty. You ain't got the faculties, big fella. So calm down. You internet punch it. Yeah, you want to you do it on uh, 2K? Yeah, we could 2K for charity. You don't want to see these hands for real, player. That's, that, that's internet talk, man. Don't do that to yourself, big fella. You got a lot of stuff going for you in your life, I'm sure. Don't get mad because I called y'all bots. It was literally nine of y'all in the comments. I was off by one. My bad. I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't count one of y'all. Stop the madness, man. Stop the madness. We ain't said nothing fake about the Chargers. Not one time. 
at all. If the job was so great, it'd be filled. Like, Bill Belichick clearly is a no-go. Then if Jim Harbaugh turns out to be a no-go, like, those are the best two guys out there. And if neither one of them choose you and you got the quote-unquote best job available, what does that tell you about the job? Why is you know what's funny why, about it? Why is everybody ahead, no. so upset about this? I mean, like, I, 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 I don't tell, know. I'm going to tell you guys a quick story, really quick story. I have a, a somebody who I consider a close friend, and I'm talking like 20 years. And this guy's probably in his 60s. Um, and I, I'm not joking when I tell you close friend, you know. And a few weeks back, probably like six, seven weeks ago, when we started to create the Spanos Hater t-shirts, right? He received the email that Alex sends out on Fridays, which I think we need to get back to because it's like the third Friday of the new year. And I don't think we've sent out Friday emails yet this year. I don't think, Alex, have we? I don't think so. Which is just, you know, you're like, Alex is probably like sitting there rolling his eyes going, bro, another thing you need <laughs> me to do, you know? Uh, but but seriously, like my, my friend, I won't say names, my friend um, replied to the email and it, it had the Spanos hater t-shirts on it. And he said to me, Scott, what, what is the deal here, man? He's like, I don't hear any of this vitriol in San Diego any longer. The Chargers moved. It's six, seven years already, whatever it is. He's like, people are over it. Nobody cares. I don't hear the anger anymore. Why are you guys creating Spanos hater shirts, right? And this guy I know is friends with Dean. You know, he, he has a relationship with Dean Spanos. Um, but he was really, really turned off by it. And he was really kind of angry about it. And I swear to you, not joking, he's never returned a text since. Um, <laughs> and, and I honestly think that, that my ongoing uh, distaste for Chargers ownership has, um, has actually ruined a relationship. He, he's that upset at me about it. Like, come on, man, get over it. Grow up. It's like, you Sounds know like he chose sides. He, right. Big time. Mm -hmm. And and the funny thing is, is that every time we have these conversations, I would say this, like all we've done is talk about the job. You know, um, some people, some people think the charger job is the best job in football because they have the best quarterback of all the available jobs. Okay. But other people, and I say others, I mean, there's plenty of lists out there where people are grading the head coaching jobs. Other people look at the charger job and they go, you know what, based on ownership, and based on other factors and history, it's not the best job necessarily, you know? And so people have opinions about this stuff. And yet the anger, if you will, that comes from those few Charger fans or trolls or bots or whatever you want to call them, guys, um, it's an opinion that Harbaugh is going back to Michigan. It's an opinion that Harbaugh is not going to take the Charger job. It's an opinion that the Chargers have always historically been cheap when it comes to hiring head coaches. And that opinion, by the way, is based in a lot of fact. So this whole, like, now somebody wants to fight Browner. Some guy told me they're going to light me up when Harbaugh <laughs> takes the charger job, like as if set me on fire kind of thing. I, thought, I was like, what I the hell is wrong with you, man? It's a football team and it's a couple of sports opinions, you morons. I just think Browner's a traitor, man. That's all. The, the leader of Herbolt has turned his back on the on the Chargers. Also, no, no, no. You should be that. riding. He should. You should be. You should be driving the bus, man. You should be saying, "This is the time my owner. This is the time my owner and my first family breaks the mold." 
They're going to go get Jim Harbaugh. They're going to go get whoever. They're going to spend the money. But you turn your back real quick, man. You turn your back real quick on those people, and that's why they're coming after you. calling yourself a bot, man. Like, that's messed up. Let me tell you something right now so we can be very clear about this subject so we don't ever get this mixed up again. Because I understand mm-hmm. how you could be confused about what has just occur- occurred during the start of this show, sir. So let me be very clear with you. The only way your family can never let you down is if you raise expectations for them to do something they never done before. Okay? If you if you think, okay, your daddy gonna get you a new bicycle for Christmas, he ain't never got you a new bicycle before, then Christmas come, guess what? You ain't got that bicycle. That's on you. Okay? This man ain't never spent no money on no real head coach ever in the history of the organization since he has been the owner of it. What you mean? I ain't abandoning nobody. It's her boat. It's her boat to the end, baby. That ain't that ain't never. You ain't never seen me say nothing bad about her boat. But I also know the realistic situation. Okay, I'm not one of those kind of guys. Okay, I'm not. I'm not in the red hat gang when it comes to what the charge is gonna do. No, 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 no. I'm, I live in. I live in the real world. So I know I can look at precedent. And I can tell you, they coach probably going to be the, the the Cincinnati offensive coordinator. You know why? Because I looked at the previous game coaches they didn't have. So don't come up here and tell me I didn't abandon somebody because so so, I didn't abandon nobody. So what did exactly happen? So so you went on Twitter last night. No, this morning. Oh, this morning you went on Twitter. Yeah, because okay. the, the clip got posted. Okay, Alex, I have no idea if you can do this or if you can't do this. So I'm just – you're already telling me forget it. Don't no, even ask. Yeah, don't come even on. Ask. Come on, come on, give it a shot. Can't you go onto the Twitter like web? Why can't Browner do it? It's his tweets. Yeah, Browner. Yeah, Browner. Why can't you do it? Why can't you just like say, "Hey, let me show you guys what happened on Twitter last night," and then, and then from your perspective, you can actually share your screen, so that we can not only read it for radio listeners and audio podcast listeners, but all the YouTubers and all the TV viewers, they can all see it for themselves. I feel like no, nothing really bothers Browner, but as soon as you threaten physical fights with him, he's down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, because <laughs> he, he, he I remember, us- I remember this whole thing started like in July or August when the Padres season was going down the toilet. Uh, you, you like, oh, somebody's got to fight Manny. You know, that's that's Browner's. Like, he he might have left the South Side, but that South Side is never going to leave Browner. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he never going to leave Brown. He told the story the other day. Seventeen years old doing terrible in school. Mom makes him get a job at like Walgreens or something. He goes to the bus stop that night and he, uh, and he winds up, you know, getting jumped by a bunch of dudes. Browner can right. do it. All right. Hold on. Let me see. What, all right. Let me, okay. Now we're looking at this for those of you that are listening on radio. And those of you that are, uh, you know, listening on audio podcasts, TV viewers, YouTubers, you guys are seeing what's going on. So let me just take a quick look at this. So what's the, what's the original tweet? Oh, buddy. Uh, so we, the original tweet is us um, talking about the hiring That's when we had. Definitely not anything I posted. So this is someone that went into our show and screen recorded it. Okay, thank you, by the way. Okay, yes. Yeah, so you are. Let me let me see what's going on. There's a guy named Dean Thanos. That's that seems to be the name of the tweeter. Thanos. And, and Thanos. He, Dean Thanos. Dean Thanos. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Dean Thanos. He ain't Dean Thanos. He's Dean Thanos. Right. And he and he he went to the show yesterday and he recorded it. And he's and he says, Oh, he knows we coming. We haven't had this much fun since the mighty 1090 went down because they couldn't pay their rent. Time out. Time out. Um, nobody's hiding from that, by the way. That is absolutely 100 percent right. true. 
In 2019, right. 1090 went off the air because 1090 was paying rent to the owners of the transmitter in Mexico. And 1090 was run off the rails by Mike von Glickenhaus. And then what happened is we, we went off the air because 1090, which was owned by a company called Broadcast Company of the Americas, couldn't pay their rent. That is 100% true. No one's hiding from that. But I will just say this. What did we have to do with that? What, Correct. I, I, I was an employee. So were Alex and Browner. What, what did, did, did we do that? So I, I'm, I'm going to say it's true. But I don't take any responsibility. So then this guy is posting this video, which, by the way, again, thank you, because you, you gave us like 7,900 views, Dean Thanos. And then let's scroll up, Browner. Let's see the comments here. Let's see what's going on. Hold on, hold okay. on. You're oh, a you're scroll gonna... up guy when it's clearly scroll down. Oh, really? Is it a scroll down? Yeah. Um, let's see here. So, so go, you guys Chase read them because I, I honestly, I can't, I can't read them. Too far away. This says uh, Moses. Uh, I don't know how to get that last name. It says we're especially going after the guy who called us bots at the end, and okay. so that's when I interacted with this guy. Then Brown, I said, what I'm here. Say? I'm here. Playboy was good. Y'all really tied up over these comments? What's the issue? Talk to me. Bots unite. Let's keep it above the belt and I will respond. Okay, so then what happens? And so then somebody named Flo, whoever that is, the dude on the bottom right, which is I, I'd fight for charity. Pick the glove size. Oh, and hell go, is yeah. That, is that right? Okay, Browner is says, that right? is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And then does he come back? Not yet. Oh, he ain't coming back like, yet. This is like raider fan behavior you know this is like fighting each other this is this is very uncivil between you charger fans wow very somebody uncivil. somebody wants a piece of browner's ass whoa what that's right mm -hmm. that, that guy flow he wants mm -hmm. he wants he wants that smoke browner no he don't no, yeah he, he do. wants that internet he wants that internet smoke he wants that internet smoke he don't want that real life face-to-face -face smoke I, i've heard of people like him before you have, mm -mm. huh? No, 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 did, did, no. I wonder if he heard your story from earlier this week when you were jumped by like 10 gang members in Chicago and they beat that young 17-year-old Browner brother down. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen. One-on-one, I got it. I got you. Right, he could bring a friend if you need to. Somebody, <laughs> you need some moral support. I got you. You need a cut, man. Somebody to pour some water in your mouth. <laughs> really? He's, he's going to bring like his corner man? Really? Yeah, yeah. Break him. Break him. Break him. Break him. Right well, you heard but him, in all in all seriousness, in mm -hmm. all seriousness, mm -hmm. I love the interaction with people as long as they keep it clean, because that's what this is all about, communicating and going back and forth to some of these people about some of their thoughts. Because if you just have a real conversation with most of them, they'll admit what you'll admit. They know the facts. They're not blind. They're not dumb. They know that man ain't going to pay. Period. Period. So I have and a... I have a pretty reliable source mm -hmm. who has expressed to me some details of this interview that were, quote, off the record. So I won't say the we, details of. Are we doing the, capital J? Is this capital J? No, this is just me talking to people. That's okay. All. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And what happened? Yeah. So there has been a list of demands placed from Harbaugh's side in front of the Chargers. Okay. And let's just say Browner was spot on. He got Don Yee for one reason and one reason only. Give me that Sean Payton contract. The Sean Payton contract. The uh, 18 to 20 million, million a year. You. 
I mm-hmm. told you. I, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I'm looking at Sean Payton. I'm going, oh, no, no, no. I worked him a couple times. He ain't going to get more than me. Uh-uh. No, I, I'm not coming back unless I start with more than him. Is, is Sean on, Payton – what, what is Sean Payton's deal? I, I actually don't really know it. But, of course, you're right. I mean, if you're Jim Harbaugh and you're the hottest name in coaching and you've just won a national championship and the NFL is courting you to return and you, by the way, were already very successful in San Francisco as a head coach, um, if Sean Payton, who has won Super Bowl like 12 years ago, maybe longer, if Sean Payton is a savior in Dallas, or excuse me, in Denver, then the the market has been set by Payton. And the next guy, whoever the hottest guy is, mm-hmm. call it Harbaugh, he looks at Sean Payton and says, that's my deal. Now, Mike Vrabel looks at Sean Payton and goes, oh, he's had a, he has a much better resume than I do. And I desperately want to get back to the sidelines and be a head coach. So I don't need to make more. See, Jim Harbaugh has a job where he makes a lot of money and he is exalted as some sort of godlike figure. Mike Vrabel is unemployed. David Shaw is unemployed. All these offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators desperately want to become a head coach. They'll take less, but Jim Harbaugh doesn't have to take less. He looks over at at the 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 Peyton contract if that is the number one highest paid contract in the NFL, and Harbaugh goes, "That's where we start." So basically, what I was the the feeling that I got, which was not directly expressed to me, was the feeling that I got from the conversation I had was, if the Chargers give him this, he'll go. If they don't, he has no problem going back to Michigan to get what they are going to offer him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do it. And the Falcons thing, smokescreen, that's Bill Belichick's job. Like that dude's in Atlanta right now eating with Correct. Arthur Blank. Just wait a minute. Maybe today by the time this airs, that it already have happened. Bill Belichick's going to be in Atlanta. So that that harp over there, that's, that's the leverage that Scott's been talking about. He's just like running around the circles of the NFL. Harbaugh will do the Charger job. He will take it if they pony up. Okay, I so asked. They- so what directly yeah go ahead i was like okay so five years 18 million is what in the neighborhood of 18 million is mm. what was reported for sean payton mm-hmm. five years mm-hmm. 18 that's almost 100 million dollars right yeah, yeah, yeah. per year mm-hmm. so i was like would they do that i was told directly no yeah i was like okay. so what's the number what number would they give him i was like would they would they do 12 and to my surprise without hesitation yes Okay. Well, Harbaugh's making twelve now at Michigan. Right. That's not enough. So would he right. settle for twelve for the Chargers? No. no. Why? You don't. No. You don't. Come you don't on. do that. All right. Let me do this. We'll, we'll we'll keep this going. Stick around. We got lots of football stuff to get to for the upcoming weekend. Um, we are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. SevenMileCasino.com. If you are thinking, what am I doing this weekend? Where am I watching the games? Hey, you know what? I'd like to watch the games and I'd like to play blackjack or poker or other table games. Hey, what, what kind of food they got down there? Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, amazing. And I've mentioned it earlier. Uh, San Diego Magazine readers say the best brunch in all of South County. Parking is easy. Parking is free. Seven minutes south of downtown San Diego on Bay Boulevard in Chula Vista. No smoking, great food, gaming, and TVs to watch games. They got it all at Seven Mile Casino. SevenMileCasino.com. Any problems with gambling? You call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, let's do it. Let's start looking at the weekend and the divisional round next on Kaplan and Hey, great friends, Friday afternoon, Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. For those of you that are listening on 1090 Old School Radio, man, do we appreciate you guys. 
you know, uh, the other night when Billy Ray and I had dinner together, um, after the dinner, we were outside taking a picture with, you know, Billy Ray's wife, Kimberly, my girlfriend, Rachel. And there was a guy sitting there by himself in this restaurant. And we were sort of invading his space because we were trying to take a picture with nice lighting. And the guy's like, hey, guys, don't worry. I'm happy to get up. Don't worry about it. And he said to me, he goes, Scott, he goes, I'm a daily listener. He goes, I love you guys, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, that's, I really appreciate that. Very nice to meet you. And this guy was a lawyer and he was sitting there and he had legal documents all over the table. And he actually said to me, he goes, but I have a question. I don't quite understand something. How is it that I hear you on 1090? And then I turn over to 710 and I hear you on a different radio station in a different market. How does that all happen? And I told him the truth. I'm like, 1090 is our podcast. 710 is a live daily radio broadcast. But this guy was so into both shows, but he's been a long time 1090 listener. So I appreciate all the radio listeners out there. And as we walked Billy Ray and Kimberly back to their car, as we were coming back the other direction, these guys on the streets were like, yo, what's up? Great friends. They started to high five at me. It was cool, man. So people are still out there. They're still listening to radio. We appreciate you guys. Um, man, and then, you know, actually, Browner, you were talking about uh, Twitter trolls. You know that Dan Cilio went after me last night on Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. What? <laughs> Cilio went after me on Twitter last night because he saw, I think, the picture of me and Billy Ray. And he put a picture on Twitter of me, Billy Ray, Big Sills, and this little kid in, as we, the three of us one day, went to uh, Rady's Children's Hospital. And we went to the cancer ward. And he put a picture of the three of us with this young kid in the hospital on Twitter. And then he starts going off about how much money I used to make at 1090. And I was like, I, really? I didn't know this. I, I had no idea I made that much money. Gosh, I wish I did. Something's wrong with that guy, man. There is. There I like is Big Seals, man. I, well, I, I like, like him too because he's a character. I think he's hilarious. But there is something seriously wrong with that guy. I mean, right? I mean, there's got to be. I mean, any guy who spends as much time as he does showing us contracts that he signed with the USFL in 1986, there's something wrong with that person. Okay? No one cares. Listen, you better leave Big Seals alone before he catch you in the DMV again. I know, right? He almost got me that day in the DMV. He almost he got did. you, bro. He did. He almost got he you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, look, it is uh, it is a Friday afternoon. We got lots of football stuff to get into, but I'm not going to let this go <sighs> yet. I'm going to get. I'm going to dig into Alex the way Alex would dig into me. Get him. So, so if I said to Alex what Alex just said in the previous segment, he would dig and dig and dig for answers. Alex said he spoke to a very reliable source who told him that Jim Harbaugh has told the Chargers that to do a deal, it starts with the Sean Payton deal. So uh, we're, we're just sort of estimating here. Sean Payton, Denver Broncos, five years at $18 million a year. That's, that's Walmart been widely money. reported. Yeah, but that, that's Walmart money, just mm -hmm. so you know. I mean, the, right. Spano, the Spanoses or the Thanosiv, they don't have Walmart money. So the likelihood of the Spanoses spending 18 to $20 million a year on a head coach when they've been spending the four to $5 million a year and their head coaches have been first time head coaches who are up and coming coordinators who will do the job for lesser than and can be bossed around and told what to do. You have to leave your organizational philosophy of having a low paid head coach to having the highest paid head coach. Will the Chargers pay Jim Harbaugh more than any other head coach in the NFL 
And my answer is historically and traditionally, the answer is no. But Alex, you said you spoke to somebody. They mm -hmm. told you the answer is absolutely not. The Spounces will not pay that 18 to 20 million a year for Harbaugh, but they would pay the 12 million ish a year for Harbaugh. Okay. Again, if it were like me, on your hands, the people who can't see him, yeah, or if you're listening on the radio, yeah. he just I just threw out a number 12. Okay, he just gave and me I jazz just, in, in equivocally, unequivocally. Was immediate response was yes, which if I was it, surprised. If it were me saying what you're saying, I'm not saying you're reporting mm -hmm. something, I'm just saying if it were me relaying something that I've been conversation, told, yeah, you'd be like, Who tell me I want to know? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm saying to you, yeah. Who. Tell me, I want to know yeah. more. How close is this person to the situation? I mean, at least just give me give me a little taste. So I was in a 7.45 a.m. meeting this morning. Mm -hmm. And I got a phone call that I had to send to voicemail. I was like, I'll call this person back. By the time that meeting was done, I forgot. And then I got an hour later, the same person called me again, unsolicited completely to, to talk to me, to heed some advice for me oh. on how to proceed with certain information that has been that he knows like is happening i told my person to not do anything with it and give it to me instead and let me have fun with it which he did not agree to but i'm still doing it because i'm not never going to say this person's name so what does it matter that's how sources work i heard this i very much believe this person is very connected to this situation so i am now relaying what i was told and that's right. as far as i'll go okay so now if you can for anybody that's mm -hmm. just joining us relay what you've been told what i have been told was that jim harbaugh hired don Yee, who is also sean payne's agent he hired don Yee to get a sean payne contract from the chargers not from an nfl team but from the chargers that is what I was told this morning. Okay. So this person calls you and said, Hey, I'm going to give you some advice because I know something that you don't know. And so I'm he was actually you adv asking advice from me. Why? Like, how? Because he thinks I'm very media savvy, which I laughed at in my head. But I took it anyways. I was like, Yeah, absolutely. I will be your consultant in this situation. What, what did he want? What did he want? What kind of you just got you know like when when someone when someone gets information they sometimes feel the need to do something with it in the age of social media right mm -hmm. everybody tweets everything everybody posts everything mm -hmm. and this person's True. not like that this person mm -hmm. is very methodical on what they post so he was just asking if he if they should do anything if they should do anything with this information what'd you tell him i said no you said, said keep no. it quiet I said you should because what I I think that for this particular person I was like there's no there's no need for you to to jump in this at all. But there is a person that could and should jump into this with this information. Who's that? And that is me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you keep quiet. You keep yeah. quiet. You yeah. give that to me. I take yeah. that information. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think if this person were to go public with it, I think that it would make national stories. I think if I if I were to go public with it, which I, I just did, no one's going to take it as a report because I'm not reporting anything. I'm just telling you what I was told. That's all. Which I, some people, when it comes from a Schefter, what they're told becomes a report. 
-hmm. when people tell me something, it's not a report. That's just what I've been told. Okay. So is this person, just give me a little bit more juice here. Is this person a member of the media? No. Hmm. Not a member. Browner's of the media. a person of the media. Oh, what? You, what? Yeah, like, yeah Browner's a media member. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Browner true. is a credentialed media member for the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Like that's that right. makes that's you a true. member of the media. That's true. Right. That's multiple true. multiple Super Bowls I've been credentialed now. And yeah. Big J, Big J in the bottom box, he's also credentialed Super yeah. Bowl media member. He's New York Post. He's in the New York Post. Dude, I got my Super Bowl credentials. I'm ready. I actually to go. removed Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio San Diego from your credential, and I just put journalist <laughs> capital J big J because I want right people here. to know that you know it's capital J and then earnest you know what I'm saying like I want people to know what you yeah, are when facts. you're in Radio Row and walking around Vegas so the person that gave you this information about Jim Harbaugh hired the agent Don Yee Don Yee the agent represents Sean Payton and Yee was hired by Harbaugh to essentially get a, a equal to mm -hmm. or greater than contract that he got for, for Sean Payton. If, if, right. if Don Yee could get Sean Payton $18 million a year from the Denver Broncos, then hire that agent and tell him, Hey, you know what? That job right there, mm -hmm. if they pay me that amount of money, I would take that job. And if you really think about it, just put it into context, right? That when we're talking about Jim Harbaugh, a, a guy that took the, the 49ers to, was it three straight NFC championship games and Sounds one right. Super Bowl? Mm -hmm. The guy that took Michigan to a national championship. If you're telling Don Yee, a very prominent sports agent, for those that don't know, Champagne and Tom Brady, top two guys on his list probably. Mm -hmm. If you tell this guy, go get this contract for Jim Harbaugh, it's not a wild ask. When you put it into context, it's not like yeah. Sean Payton was on television for two years. Yeah. You know, no, I mean, if, if it was, if it was David Shaw, the former Stanford coach who hires Don Yee and yeah. says, go get me a Sean Payton contract from the chargers. Don Yee, would, Frazier. Don Yee would laugh at him. Right. Don Yee'd be right. like, who is yeah. this? Right. So that's kind of where I'm saying like, so when you say it out loud, I, I think people need to understand that this is a realistic ask from Jim Harbaugh, in my opinion. Yeah. I, th uh, I think that that's a very realistic ask. Other, other than who he's asking it from now. Correct. If, if the Chargers shock the world and say, you know what? Screw it. We were paying uh, Brandon Staley $4 million a year, and um, we could pay Mike Vrabel $7 million a year, but we are willing to pay Jim Harbaugh 18 to $20 million a year. If they venture far away from what has been their organizational philosophy, well, that goes back to my original comment a week ago, which is mm -hmm. you're in a desperate situation. The mm -hmm. Rams had an incredibly successful season when no one expected them to. And the Chargers had an incredibly disappointing season when no one expected them to. So while the Rams keep gaining market share in LA, the Chargers keep losing market share in LA. Does mm -hmm. Jim Harbaugh all of a sudden bring the Chargers up to the Rams level? Not exactly, but he certainly adds to their profile, which makes them that much more interesting and sexier. And if you're a Fortune 500 company in San Diego, or excuse me, in LA, and you have Michigan ties, Michigan alums are everywhere, um, you might decide to buy suites or you might mm -hmm. decide to become an advertising partner. 
Or maybe you're just a, a Fortune 500 company who goes, you know what? Um, I've never really believed in the Chargers, but now they've got Jim Harbaugh. I want to do business with the Chargers. Jim Harbaugh can change the fortune of the Chargers. Can he win them a Super Bowl? Don't know. Don't don't believe so. It's a difficult thing to do. Winning a Super Bowl is difficult. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick made it look easy. It's a very difficult thing to do. But changing the fortune of the organization and the perception yes. of the organization and the profile of the organization, yes, Jim Harbaugh could do that. Are you willing to pay $18 million to $20 million a year to get the benefit of what Jim Harbaugh might bring to you? And I'm 49, the 49ers have not won a Super Bowl since like 1994. Nobody classifies them as a loser organization. You know, the 49ers are a winning brand of football that are considered a higher end organization in the NFL. Top three, maybe. And they haven't won a Super Bowl in 25 well, years. Wow. You, you, hey, listen, use the Cowboys. The Cowboys are Ooh. the most valuable franchise in the NFL. In sports. And, and, and they haven't won a Super Bowl. Since the uh, mid '90s, yeah, yeah. So know? I think that I, I do believe that we lived in an era of seeing a, a team consistently win Super Bowls, which is just not realistic. You know, it's just not with the parity that the NFL is now, the way it's set up, with the way the draft's set up, the way that the, the salary cap set up. Like, it's just really, really difficult to do what the Patriots did in those twenty years. So well, ask Aaron Rodgers, okay. ask Peyton Manning, ask Drew Brees, ask Ben Roethlisberger. Winning six, winning five—that that that's Come on, like that's it's a but pipe what, dream. Okay, you're you're mm, not really because we're watching nope. the guy kind of do it right now. You're gonna say Mahomes, mm -hmm. but he's won two. We in, in lost one four years. Yeah, right. Amazing. Right. The Patriots, but, but he, the Patriots he, have lost. The Patriots have lost Super Bowls. At, at this point in Patrick Mahomes' career, he's been to the Super Bowl. At this point, again in his career, he's been to the Super Bowl more times than Brady has. Three out of six times. You're right. So, right, but will he get? You're, will you're, will Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid achieve what Tom Brady and Bill Belichick achieved? My my prediction. They're off to a better start. They're off my, to a better start. My prediction is they they won't get the six Super Bowls. Are they, they off to a better two. start? How they did Brady two. get a bunch early, right away? Anyways, I'm just I don't remember. I, but, I feel like. But regardless, I get what I mean, you're saying, Browner. You're right. Like there it, is a team that could do it. Could correct. Could. could. Could do it. Correct. That, but yeah. But and I'll say this. Yeah. I, I, going back to the Harbaugh thing, because I know I got distracted with the Super Bowl talk, but to the Harbaugh thing, this is me talking now from the 15 minute conversation, 15, 20 minute conversation I had earlier today. I'm just connecting dots now. This is not expressed to me at all. This is just me connecting dots from the conversation. This is Jim Harbaugh and Don Yee telling the Chargers, this is what we want. We'll take the job if you meet our criteria. This is what we're we're down to do it. This was not a the Spanos family reaching out to Don Yee and Jim Harbaugh saying, "Hey, we think we can get you. Can you come in for an interview?" Thing. This is Jim Harbaugh basically telling them, "We'll meet. But these are my demands, and this is the only way I'll do it." Mm -hmm. That's not that was not expressed to me, but by the, everything that was told to me, that's kind of what it was seen. Yeah. Like Listen, the I, interview location, all that stuff. It just sounded like Harbaugh's calling the shots. I hope that they do this. I don't think that they will. I hope that they do. Because if what you're saying is true, this man called them and said, all you need to do is give me this, this amount of money. And I will basically take over your franchise. And the last time you saw well, me sure. coaching in the NFL, I just real quick, I was going. It was, 
It was money was was obviously on the list, but there are other things that he would want besides money. Things that things that things that you were told, like like put it like I don't think that they can force like Kellen Moore to stay on as offensive coordinator kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like he would have to. I think he's coming in with a staff that he builds. He better. Yeah. But my my whole thing is for this for this particular organization. The number one thing to give up is the money. If they could get over the money hurdle, everything else is like, yeah, man, go ahead. We gave you all this money. You better be able to do all this other stuff because now we ain't, we ain't doing nothing else. We did yeah. our job. We cut the check. I wonder so if, um, if, if they're serious, if they're serious about winning in Los Angeles, if they're serious about, quote, unquote, fight for L.A., whatever, you, however you want to, you know, preference it. This is the moment. This is their moment, bots. Bots unite. Okay. I was talking to yourself at the man. Chargers. I wonder at if the Chargers. Um, I wonder if I, I you know what they should do on prize picks? This would be a great, this would be great. Call them. You ready? Yes. This would be a great idea on prize picks. More will Jim will Jim Harbaugh get more than 18 million a year from the Chargers or less than 18 million a year from the Chargers? If prize picks could have predictions. That'd be an um, awesome prop bet. It, it'd be such a fun play. I'll tell you what's going on right now on prize picks for those of you that uh, have not yet started playing. Today's Flex Friday. So have you, Browner, have you started to look at any of the Flex picks? Because I just hopped in. Not yet. I just hopped in. So prize picks has a new deal for everybody. And if you go to prizepicks.com slash great friends, you're going to learn all about it. You can now take $10 and you can multiply it by 100 times. Um, and is as little as four picks that are correct. You could turn 10 bucks into $1,000 right now on prize picks. And here's how you do it. With the basketball season going on and the NFL postseason happening here, you can pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league. And that was a league that was created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from the different sports or leagues. So the example that would be would be like, okay, I'm going to take LeBron James. I'm going to put him together with Travis Kelsey. And the more or less number is 10 and a half, more or less than 10 and a half, three pointers combined with receptions. So if I think Kelsey's going to have six receptions and I think LeBron's going to have six, three point shots, I'm going to play more than 10 and a half. And I'm going to combo basketball and football in this specials league. So check it out right now, because uh, there's even this, this reboot policy that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. So mm-hmm. you got football and basketball games, and if you have a player that leaves the game in the first half and doesn't get back into the second half, the player is then rebooted. And Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Plus, it's super easy to you know put money in. It's really easy to withdraw money. You can even use Apple Pay to uh, to get in. So go to prizepicks.com slash greatfriends, prizepicks.com slash greatfriends, or for those of you that are watching, right here, right here, uh, the prize picks QR code. It'll take you right to where you want to go. Browner, we got to come up with some plays, man. I'm Listen, I'm waiting for, first of all, demons and goblins have dropped. So first and foremost, that's what I was waiting for. That's my number <laughs> one thing. Once demon and goblins drop, now I start to look around and look at what I'm looking at because I see C.J. Stroud. And you know what? 16 rushing yards. That don't seem like a lot to me. That seemed like one real good scramble. Yeah, I, I'm uh, 
I'm trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to do this weekend. Lamar Jackson, I want to play Lamar Jackson, 228 yards passing, 228 and a half. And, you know, the weather's not going to be great in Baltimore. It's snowing today. Yeah, I know, dude. Uh, my son sent me pictures from uh, Pittsburgh this morning, like three inches of snow on the ground, trying to move into his new apartment and can't even get in there today. Um, I'm looking around. Christian McCaffrey, 92 and a half rushing yards. It's kind of seems like a lot to me. I think I'd like to put together Christian McCaffrey with uh, rushing yards and receiving yards. I don't know if you guys have ever done that one, but I'd like oh, to yeah. do that. Yeah, I'd like to do that. So I haven't come up with my plays yet for prize picks. I would just say this to everybody who's listening and watching. If you have smart plays for this weekend, if you've done the homework and the research, hit me up on Twitter, text me. I don't care. Email me, whatever. Facebook me, TikTok me, Instagram me. I don't care. Get to me. All right. TikTok you? Yeah, TikTok me. All right. Stick around, everybody. We got a lot more to get to. We're going to dig into these games and make our picks. This is Kaplan and Crew. All right, great friends. Hey, quick time out here. A couple of mentions for you. One, my guy, Gary Cooper, because today is Friday. This weekend, you might be out looking for a new house. You might be thinking about what Alex and I were talking about earlier this week. Alex lives in North Park, bought a condo there. Condo's gone up 25% in the last couple of years. Thinks he wants to have a single family house. Great. Where can I afford one? You know what? Temecula is not that far. It is not that far. And it's a great place to live. And so all of a sudden it's like, you know what? Let's look at Temecula. Why not? Why not look at Temecula? And, you know, you think to yourself, what my condo is worth in North Park versus what I can get a three bedroom, two and a half bathroom, two car garage, my own, my own, you know, single standing, you know, family home, great neighborhoods, awesome place to live. Be flexible, man. If you want to stay in Southern California, be flexible. But the point is, is this Gary Cooper can help you. He can help you. 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299, or click that QR code and visit Gary Cooper and maybe Maybe you connect with Gary this weekend and you look at maybe one of his houses that he's got listed and maybe you want to go see a, uh, an open house with Gary Cooper this weekend. Okay, one other thing I want to mention because it's Friday. Hey, go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com and check out our merch. Last night, I uh, I was wearing the Kaplan and Crew hoodie, the death row hoodie, the one that says we don't take shit from anybody. I was wearing that hoodie to a dinner last night and my girlfriend says to me, um, wow, I love the hoodie. I go, well, I ordered one for you. She said, she said, well, it seems like they're a big hit. I go, oh my God, they're a huge hit. And then she asked me this question. Well, are people buying them? To which I responded, I have no idea. I, I, I literally do not know. I don't check the portal. I don't have access to it. Alex does. If you like this one, man, this is our newest piece of merch. Hoodies, t-shirts, hats, coffee mugs, fanny packs, the whole deal. Check us out. Go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com and check out our new merch. Okay, it's Friday. Let's get to the second half of the show. Yo, great friends. It's Friday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. For those of you that listen on 1090 on radio and you're just getting with us, man, we've had a very, very interesting first hour uh, where we talked a lot about the Chargers, Jim Harbaugh, the uh, information that was given to Alex about how Jim Harbaugh hired the agent Don Yee, who represents Tom Brady and represents Sean Payton, and that um, the uh, Harbaugh camp essentially set the tone with the Spanos family and told them, hey, uh, Sean Payton gets 18 to $20 million a year in Denver. That's the starting point. So if we're not going to get the money straight, we probably shouldn't even talk about other issues. And a very, very interesting uh, little piece of information that a birdie 
dropped in Alex's ear. So that was great stuff. But now, guys, let's uh, let's get deeper in here in the Seven Mile Casino Studios into the weekend and the divisional round and the playoff games and who we're going to pick. This is going to be this is going to be such a fun weekend. The weekend kicks off on Saturday with Houston and Baltimore. And then the late game, Green Bay and San Francisco. And, you know, just I, I like local stories. John Lynch Jr., the uh, general manager of the Niners, is a San Diego kid, won his Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in his hometown in San Diego. Uh, everybody who listens probably knows that his dad was the founder of the original Extra Sports 690 and the founder of the Mighty 1090. And so we grew up, if you will, around John Lynch Jr., and he's one of our faves. So rooting hard for John Lynch Jr. in that game. The Sunday games, interesting, Tampa in Detroit and how close Detroit is from going from a perennial laughing stock to possibly getting into the NFC Championship game. And should Detroit win and should Green Bay win, Detroit would host the NFC Championship game. That's my nightmare. I know. I know it must be. I mean, you know, it, it has to be. And then, Although the, the, I do have a lot of annoying 49er friends, mm-hmm. 49er fan friends, like a mm-hmm. lot. And like the, they're, they're very similar to cowboy fans where there's this, oh. this cockiness that is so undeserved that I'm just like, it's, like, it's, it's bro. organizational history. You I know, know it, but it's, it's like you, you, you were two the last time they won. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, you it's, weren't even born yeah, the last time they won. Right. But it's, it's Bill Walsh. It's Joe Montana. It's Steve yeah. Young. And then when yeah. you think about, you know, the, the Jim Harbaugh years, and now you think about the Kyle Shanahan years, I mean, the Niners are, one of the truly great franchises in the league. And then Sunday, the big game, the the big game on Sunday, they've done the right thing here. You know, everything is a warm up. Everything is an undercard until you get to Kansas city and Buffalo, which I know I was having this conversation yesterday is Kansas city, Buffalo turning into the modern era version of new England versus Indy. Is this the new version of, of Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady, Alex, uh, let's kind of start there for just a quick second because these two teams and these two quarterbacks, yeah, they they they've got some history now. I feel like they've played each other. I felt like they played each other a lot more in the playoffs than they have, right. but they haven't. They just have played each other twice. But one of those games created the new overtime rules because Josh Allen never touched the ball after Mahomes led a 13 second game time comeback. So overall, the Chiefs are two and zero against the Bills in the playoffs, and both of these guys ball out against each other. Their average for Mahomes is 351 yards of passing, six touchdowns, no interceptions, 125 quarterback rating. On the other side, Josh Allen is averaging 308 pass yards. He's thrown six touchdowns, one interception. Like They are absolute ballers against each other. And what I find very interesting is this is Patrick Mahomes' first true road playoff game. The other non-Arrowhead games were obviously the Super Bowl. And what I the, another thing I find interesting is almost this all right, dude, like you've got us from the Bills side, like you've got us at home, but now you got to come deal with Bills Mafia. Like there's this there's this player, and I have a clip for you guys, um, Deion Dawkins, who plays for the Buffalo Bills. He's an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. He is very much like, all right, come to our town. It's going to be drastically different, you know, because we go to Arrowhead and the number one thing that, that you guys are asking us all week is, how are you go- like, like going to handle the, the crowd noise? How are you going to... We haven't had that question one in one time. Like what I figured that somebody would ask is, how do you think they're gonna finally handle the crowd noise? And I don't know. 
because they've been in a situation where they never really had to. Uh, but I'm very confident in the Mafia, you know? I feel like the Mafia is in great relation with myself, which is also like to the team. So I know that they're going to bring it. And I'm hoping that they bring it to the highest that they've ever brought it because I'm excited to see them, you know? Driving into to the game is when I can always tell how they're going to, to be if they're like already drunk then it's going to be one, one of those games. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment where in the wild card game where Deontay Johnson, they, he got a, a pass thrown in the corner end zone and he was pelted with snowballs as he was trying to catch the ball. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, dude, Bill's mafia is another level. And when you put them in that severe weather and you got Patrick Mahomes coming, the team that you haven't been able to beat that hump, you know, like, I can only imagine what Sunday night in Buffalo, like the city's going to be shut down and everyone's going to be either inside that stadium or watching it somewhere. It's going to be insane. Yeah, insane. I got, some bad, I got some bad news for Big Phil at that press conference. Bill's Mafia ain't going to be able to tackle in that field, brother. That's right. Bill's Mafia ain't going to be able to cover in the secondary. Bill's Mafia ain't going to be able to pass rush, okay? So I hope for their sake that the players are ready because if if they come out and put fourteen nothing on you, it's gonna be quiet as a church mouse up in there. Mm-hmm. So I want to mm-hmm. hear none of that. I yeah. want to hear none of that about no Bills Mafia. Do you guys that, think that, that this is the most gettable the Chiefs have have looked in the Patrick Mahomes era, though? Yes, yes. And yeah. not only not only are the Chiefs the most vulnerable they've ever been in the Mahomes era. To your point. This is the first time, and I know we've we've sort of documented this as the week has gone on. This is the first time Mahomes has ever had to go on the road for a playoff game. Look, when you've had the benefit of being the best team in the conference and having home field advantage throughout, the only time you had to leave was to go play at the Super Bowl, and that's a neutral it's a site road game. It's a road game, but it, but it's a neutral site game. It's it's a road game for both teams. Mm-hmm. So so this is the first time Mahomes and Andy Reid and and this collection of Super Bowl champion Chiefs have ever had to play at at the division round level on the road. All of their playoff wins in the Mahomes era have been at home. You think Buffalo's that loud of a place? You no, think no, Buffalo? No, it's no, I don't. It's not that Buffalo is that loud. So now um, it won't be the it won't be the weather. Well, the weather won't be the noise. Weather's weather's the, bad still. It's weather's an equal, but the weather's an equalizer because yeah, correct. because the weather's Can- bad in Kansas City. Right, right. Buffalo had horrible weather last week. Kansas City had the coldest, most frigid weather last week. the The weather is a uh, it's it's a it washes. It, it's a wash. Okay. Yeah. the The difference in the game, in my opinion, is and I'm only using information that was given to us earlier in the week. The difference in the game is the health of the two teams. Kansas City walks through the door as the healthiest team in the NFL in in the remaining playoffs of you know the remaining uh, eight teams. Kansas City walks through the door as the healthiest. Buffalo walks through the door as one of the most beat up, in particular on defense. And the reason last week, besides the weather, that Kansas City was able to take advantage of Miami is because Kansas City's weakness this year has been pass protection. But Miami's strength has been pass rush. Miami's strength was neutralized by injuries, and that helped Kansas City protect Mahomes. The same will be true this week. Kansas City's run attack 
will blast through Buffalo's defense because their star linebackers are all hurt. I just think for the Buffalo Bills to win this game, it will take a superhero effort from Josh Allen because I don't I don't see any of these things that people are saying should should hurt Kansas City hurting them. Like they've been to the Super Bowl multiple times with the important people on that roster. The young fellas will come along. Travis Kelsey been to the Super Bowl. First quarter, bang bang bang. You let him and you let him and you let Patrick Mahomes get the lather going. Everybody else will come along. This idea that these guys are going to be somehow intimidated, and not saying that you're saying this, but the idea that because they've never had to go on the road in the playoffs, like, they will approve that point too. So I think of all the teams, this will be the hardest game for Buffalo to win because Kansas City has been being told, oh, you've never had to go on the road. You've never had to go on the road. You think they don't know that? You think they ain't waiting to go out and show it no matter where it is? We ready? To me, that makes them more dangerous. It's just that they've never—they've always I, had home field advantage. That's that's the, I, the, the headline. That's for the me. It's not even, for me. It's not even the. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a part of it. Obviously, curiosity more than anything. But for me, it's. I feel like we've been waiting for Kansas City's offense to click all season. And it just hasn't. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know, like that's why I think the Bills do have a chance. It's because yeah, they're they're kind of, they're they're pretty tore up on D. But this offense is the one offense against the Chiefs in the last six years that you're you're like, yeah, it's just not the offense that's going to drop 50 on us, you know? Right. This isn't going to be a 45-43 game. You don't feel right. like it. I don't think it's it going to be, be a 24-21 kind of thing. This is just the Bills, they've been inconsistent on offense themselves. I mean, they switched offensive coordinators. They've looked a lot better since they fired that dude, Ken Dorsey. So mm-hmm. I think if the Bills were ever going to do it, this is, the, this is the one. This is the one to do it. You got them at home. Yep. You you got hot at the right time of the year. Uh, Kansas City is not the offensive team that they have been in years past. Everything lines up for the Bills to win this game with one major exception. And oh. that is the differential between the health of the Chiefs and the health of the Bills. And um, I have become uh, loyal, if you will, to to the whole you know sports injury central thing that we were talking about yesterday the the analysis of who's healthy on the Kansas City side who's not healthy on the Buffalo side I've started to use that as my top way of picking games so all right let's do it let's make some picks for the weekend why don't we start it off and and do it in order based on uh based on on who's who's playing when Alex if you could uh for everybody that's listening on radio and yeah. audio podcast let's kind of set up who's doing what here in our picks against the spread. And by the way, fully documented all season long. So last week we forgot to pick the Monday games, by the way. So um, last week we picked the weekend games. I was four. No, you guys were both two and two. Uh, so that's where we are on the playoffs so far. Uh, yeah. We, we're, we're all, we're all winners. So I'm 39, 20 and three Scott's 27, 25 and three Browners 31, 25 and three. We'll start off uh, with the first game. We'll go in order. The Baltimore Ravens are favored by nine and a half points. In Baltimore, over the Texans, one thirty on ABC, ESPN, ESPN Plus. However, you watch Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who wants to go first? I'll take it. I'll go. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, I'm I'm now because now that I'm finally like a football better, and I'm not like a huge better, but I'm I'm playing the games. Now, oh, you know? I thought you were going to be like now that I'm free, like Andy Dufresne from the Browns fandom. No, I no. can really feel I can really tell you how I feel about the other AFC North teams now. No, I, <laughs> I for me, I'm trying to think 
the way Vegas is trying to get me to think. Mm-hmm. I Here's what I think Vegas wants. Vegas looks at me and they go, okay, Kaplan, you saw the Texans beat the hell out of the Browns last week. Okay, and you saw this high-flying offense and you saw this young quarterback put up big numbers. True, I did. A couple of factors. One, that game was played indoors. Okay, this game in Baltimore, weather will be a factor. And Houston is an indoor team. So that's number one. Number two, Cleveland, for the for the year that they had, they way overachieved. And so um, C.J. Stroud took advantage of a defense that did not have its best pass rusher fully healthy and a secondary that just for whatever reason couldn't cover. And then on the other side, you have a 39-year-old quarterback that has a turnover history. So I think Vegas wants me to believe in Houston, and because Mm -hmm. that's the way they want me to believe, I'm going to go in the opposite direction. I'm going to actually put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to take Baltimore to cover the 9.5, and and I'm actually going to play every game that I'm talking about. I'm playing every game. I'm playing Baltimore to cover the nine and a half. That's my pick. So for me, I don't read into it as much as you do. When you say Vegas wants me to think this way, I think this way. I think the Texans are better and have gotten better. I still think the Ravens win the game, but I think that it's a close game. And what I mean by that is it could be by seven, but I don't think it's going to be a double digit victory by the Ravens. So I will just take the points. It's a lot of points to give me. And that always entices me. So I'll go plus nine and a half for Houston. Okay. We say big Brown. I will take the points. That's a lot of points for a team this deep in the playoffs. And that have shown themselves to keep their cool. Now on being on the road and in inclement weather for a dome team, which I think this will, you know, bother them, but nine's a lot. Nine's a whole lot. And at this point in these games, these young, I think they'll be throwing at the end if they do get behind a lot. So I don't think it'll be nine. So I'm taking the points, man. I'm taking the points. Okay. All right. So that's our first good disagreement. Now, let's go on to the late game on Saturday. Yeah. Late game Saturday night, 515 on Fox in San Francisco. Niners favored by nine and a half as well See, over the Green is, Bay Packers. So, so here's what I'm going to do because because I feel like it's like a 50-50 thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be consistent here. I'm going to take San Francisco to cover the nine and a half in this game. Also, I'm going to go back to the home team, fully rested, fully healthy. The whole, and I think again, just to, I, I think that the way Vegas wants me to think is you saw green Bay go on the road. You saw them destroy Dallas. You must think that they're so good that they're going to be able to keep up with San Francisco. So the smart money is go ahead and take the points. But I'm going to go the opposite direction, and I'm going to be consistent on both big lines. I'm going to take the home team in both games Saturday to cover the nine and a half. And if I had to really guess what's going to happen, one's going to cover and one isn't. (laughs) So I'm going to play them both the same exact way. I'm going to take the Niners to cover the nine and a half. All right. You want to go, Brown? All right. Listen, again, nine's a lot. I like the Packers defense. I mean, I'm sorry. I like the Cow- the 49ers defense way more than I like the Cowboys defense. I like the coaching staff, but nine is a lot. I've seen Green Bay be successful with the pass. So, and I think that's going to continue. I think Matt LaFleur is hot right now. So I'm taking the points. I think the 49ers will win the game, but I'm taking the points because nine's a lot. Okay. 
This is 100% going to come back and bite me in the ass because you should never, ever, ever put money on your rivals. But I think the Packers win outright. I think that Brock Purdy's just going to have a stinker of a game. I see, I've seen the Packers be so lucky this year. Very like, lucky. Straight Very up lucky, lucky this yeah. year. But now they're good and lucky. And that's a crazy combo. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a crazy combo because Jordan Love, he just chucks it up sometimes, and all of a sudden the dude's wide open. Like yep. so well, somebody falls down. And the Niners secondary is not scary. Without Tufunga, like they're just not scary at all. They can be got. And Jordan Love is annoys me to death, but Jordan Love legitimately can create a lot of time for himself in the pocket. So if it's Bosa and Chase Young coming after him, they might get him five times. But he's also going to make some wild ass plays. I'm very much expecting to be wrong, but I'm taking the nine and a half. And I think the Packers win. Call me crazy. All right. I love it. I love the prediction. I love being out on a limb. Um, hey, I'll tell you this right now. Our NFL picks, as we do them uh, every Friday, all NFL football season, our NFL picks are brought to us by prize picks. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. They match your first deposit 100% up to $100. Right now, you can take $10. You could turn it into $1,000. Believe it or not, it's true. Um, all you have to do is you got to get into the specials section. You got to take basketball and football, put them together, and you got to make the right play and you got to get four right. And it's hard to win, but $10 play, as, as Browner said yesterday, that's like a happy meal. You take 10 bucks and you could turn it into a thousand bucks. For those of you that are watching, use our QR code on the screen, prizepicks.com slash great friends. Okay, let's go over to the Sunday games. Sunday games, uh, Detroit, no. <laughs> Sorry, reporter. This is no weather here. This is uh, <laughs> in a dome stadium in Detroit. The Lions hosting the Bucks. Uh, this is a noon game on NBC, and this is Detroit by six and a half. Mm. Detroit by six and a half. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Um, I had been thinking that I was gonna play this game at six, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play it the same way no matter what. Again, this is um, maybe I'm analysis by paralysis or the opposite way. However, that phrase goes. So, you see, I think Vegas wants me to think this way. You just saw Tampa Bay destroy Philadelphia. Yes, I did. I saw that game. Philadelphia wasn't very good. And Philadelphia crashed and burned as the season was getting to the end. They just, they, their whole season went down the drain. I don't think Tampa was as good as they looked against Philly. And I think Philly was actually worse. Now, that being said, on the other side, Detroit just barely sneaks by LA, but I think LA was really hot and was much better than maybe people gave him credit for. And there was all the emotion, et cetera, et cetera. So I think Vegas is trying to say to me, Tampa's the play. Mm -hmm. And because I think that's what Vegas is trying to say to me, I'm going the opposite direction. I'm going to take Detroit at home with the emotion and the crowd and the noise and everything else. I'm going to take Detroit I'll lay the six and a half. So far, I have given Favorite. you Baltimore to lay the points, San Francisco to lay the points, and Detroit to lay the points. I've taken all three home teams, all three giving up big, big points. I'm going to remain consistent. I'm going to take Detroit. Now, with all that said, Alex's pick coming up, Browner's pick coming up, plus we got to get into a whole bunch of local stuff that's happening here in San Diego. The number one high school quarterback in the country from Carlsbad High School goes to Alabama, 
registers for classes, and on the first day of class, Nick Saban resigns as coach of Alabama. What do you suppose the kid is going to do? We'll get to that story. Plus, San Diego State basketball, big game coming up. All this still to come. This is Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studio. Hey, great friends. Friday afternoon, Kaplan and crew. It is a football Friday around here. And uh, we were right in the middle of making our picks for the divisional round playoff game. So for those of you that are just getting with us, we'll, we'll do a recap for you real quick, and then we'll keep on rolling. And then, like I said, I want to get into a bunch of local stories that uh, we've not had a chance to get to quite today. This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We are in the 7 Mile Casino studio, 7milecasino.com, and we're making our NFL picks real quick around the, around the horn here. Um, I've got Baltimore, and I'm laying the 9.5 points against Houston in the early game Saturday. How about you, Brown? Uh, see, this is hard for me because I hate Baker Mayfield. No, 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 hold no, on no, 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 no. He was not listening to you at all. Not listening to me, not one bit. One second. I was just recovering. <laughs> you at all? <laughs> I was just going around for everybody so that people who are listening who weren't here with us can just hear what we were already. I took Baltimore minus nine and a half. I wanted you oh. to tell everybody what you took. Oh. Thanks for oh. paying attention. Thanks for being, thanks for being with us. Hello. Does this thing work? Hello. No, we're, we're a minute in. You usually do a little dance before you get to me. So, My bad. My uh, bad, y'all. My bad, y'all. I, I took the points, baby. I took the points on both sides. I took the Texans with the points, and I took the Packers with the points because I love points. Nine is a lot. Nine is too many for my taste. I can't do it. So you know, I you're, took you're, the 40, you're, I, you're leaving out that hook, too. It's nine and a half, man. I mean, Baltimore's a nine and a half point favorite, and and San Francisco's a nine and a half point favorite. I laid the points on the home team favorites in both games. I took Baltimore and I took San Francisco. Alex? So far, you're flying solo, bro, because you went favored on Baltimore. You went favored on Niners, and me and Browner we took the points. Yep. On okay. Both. All right. Now let's go back. I took the Detroit Lions. I think again. I, right. Yeah. Uh, you're the home team. You just barely got by the Rams in an emotional game. Baker Mayfield and and Tampa beat up on a, a terrible Philadelphia team that crashed and burned as the season went on. I'm laying the six and a half points and I'm taking the Lions. So this game scares me to pick because I saw Tampa Bay in a must win game in week 18 score nine points against the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> they just happen to run into a team that I think anybody would have beat in the playoffs. I think anybody was going to beat the Eagles in the playoffs. That's how much of a gettable team the Eagles were. So, like, I feel like I should pick Tampa to cover because, A, I don't trust the Lions defense. B, Tampa doesn't have a star tight end to get knocked out of the game by their safety that everybody says is dirty. They rely mm -hmm. on, their on their receivers who are explosive. So I do feel like I should just be smart and take the points. But at the same time, when I see Baker Mayfield as the quarterback, that's really difficult for me. That's really difficult for me. But I, you know, you only go 39 and 20 by doing difficult things. So I'll take Tampa in the points. Wow. I'll take Tampa in the points. And I think that the Lions defense is gettable. And I think Mike Evans and Chris Godwin will get them for some points. So by I the will way, take that. I, I love what's going on here right now. Yeah. I'm laying the points and taking the home teams and taking the favorites. Mm -hmm. And thus far, you've taken the points on all the underdogs and all the road teams. Just I a love, lot. I love Just what's going on here. Right. Yeah. But by the way, it's going to go 50-50 at the end of the oh, weekend. There's it's, zero chance. 
I go four and zero again. Like zero <laughs> chance. I go four and zero again. <laughs> All right, Big Brown. What do you say, man? I I love the home run style that the Bucks are playing right now. But something happened last week in Detroit. Something happened. When you shake that ghost, you get that monkey off your back, and you do it against a guy who used to do it for you and chose not to be with you. I look, man, I gotta go with the Lions. Cause I think that I think that energy, that energy is about to roll over. This isn't something where, hey, we we beat that guy. We finally got the win. I think they're hungry for more. And I think their perfect team coming in there to get trampled is the Bucks. I think they're gonna, I think the Lions are gonna come in flying. I think they're gonna come in fighting, kneecaps, ankles, all that. I I I am taking the Lions. They're biting I'm them. Gi- I'm, I'm I'm buying. I'm this no, game. they're the Lions they're are biting bite the, the knees bite the and the ankles. Yeah. Yep. Yes. I'm I'm taking the Lions because I for, for this opponent. I believe this is the perfect opponent because I think the Rams are better than the Bucks. And you survived that game. Now that you survived that one, you're ready to take it to somebody. Because you're not going to be nervous to start this game. You're not going to be second-guessing yourself. You're not going to be playing in your head. You're not going to be doing the play in your head. You're going to be playing football. I think this time around, the Lions will be, the defense, most importantly, will be playing football. And you're going to you're gonna see a more energetic and more confident Lion team. And I think that's going to result in the win. Doing, regardless doing everything, in, everything he said the Lions aren't going to do, I'm doing in my head right now. I'm second guessing hmm. myself. Like I'm I'm very much not happy with my pick. I think the Lions win the game, but yeah, I don't know. Something's telling me. I think I think this will be the ugliest game of the weekend. I think this is gonna be over. I think it's gonna be over quick. Baker Mayfield's quarterback. Of course it's gonna be ugly, dude. Like Yeah. 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 I think you're that about, was yeah. I think your point about week eighteen only scoring nine points against Carolina. I mean, who who are the Buccaneers. Are they the team that beat up on Philadelphia or are they no. the team that just barely squeaked by Carolina? You know, that's like you yeah, said, you guys, any, anybody would have beaten Philadelphia last week. Right. Anybody. I agree. I agree. All right, let's I, go on to the last game. Here we go. This is the big one. This is the heavyweight match. Um, everything else is a preliminary fight. You get to the big one. This is Mahomes versus Allen. They've been there. They've done that. Uh, Mahomes and the chiefs have won in the two previous playoff matchups. Alex, you put up a slide earlier today that both of these quarterbacks have completely balled out. Uh, I mean, Mahomes is like six touchdowns and no interceptions. Uh, Josh Allen, six touchdowns, one interception. These guys both pass for over 300 yards in these games. But, um, again, you're in Buffalo where weather to me is a neutralizer because both of these teams play in crazy-ass weather and both did last week in their respective homes. So I don't really know if they're both going to have one of these 300-yard passing games. In fact, I'm going to check prize picks here for a second and see what the numbers are. So – I'll go last here. I'm curious to hear what you guys are going to pick in this game. Yeah, so Bills are favored by two and a half. Games kicks off at 3.30 on CBS from New York, from Buffalo. Uh, um, oh. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah. You want me to go first? You want me to go first? No, no. I just okay. – I, I was going to go – like, I was going to go clean sweep and just take the points on everybody. I was just going to do it. But if not now, then when, right? If not now, then when? Chiefs plus two and a half. I'm doing it. You got to prove it to me first. You got to knock out. If you want to be the king, what is it? If you want to be the man, you you got to beat the man. There you go. So I still think Mahomes is the man. I'll take the Chiefs to cover two and obviously two and a half and win the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Go ahead, Brown. You're up. This isn't hard. This isn't hard for me. You said something earlier today that I 
completely disagree with. This isn't a rivalry. You got to beat them to be a rivalry. But he has with the Bengals. That's a rivalry because they've beaten them. This is just a, something you just got to take care of. And I think the Patrick Mahomes era will continue to roll. And I think it's going to roll past Buffalo. The, the points are insignificant enough. And I don't think that Josh Allen will be able to overcome the rest of the Buffalo Bills. So I really think that this is going to be a statement game. This is going to be a massive statement game for the Kansas City Chiefs, as opposed to it being the other way around and being a statement game for the Buffalo Bills. Give me the Chiefs. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys right now that while we're while we're having this conversation, I'm doing two things. Um, I'm absolutely making my plays uh, online. I'm going to definitely I'm betting every game that I'm talking about. I'm betting every single game that uh, that I'm saying that I'm I'm betting. I'm and I'm doing it right now as we're speaking. So um, I'm going to tell you guys that I've taken every home team and I've laid the points on every home team. And I hope I don't regret this because we're all going to have the same pick here. I'm taking the Chiefs to not only um, cover, but I think the Chiefs win the game. I do. I think the Chiefs win the game, um, and it's and it's all based on health. Every reason that I'm taking the Chiefs to win the game is because I don't. It's not like I think the Chiefs are all of a sudden just going to be able to turn it on. You know, I just think that the health of the Chiefs, which is they're the healthiest team going in versus the uh, the lack of health in the linebacking core for Buffalo. Um, I've thought about this like ever since uh, Dato brought it up earlier in the week, the the health factor. In fact, he was even saying to us, you know, that that the sports injury central algorithm has been um, it's been 60 percent on the year. And so I just I, I'm I, it's gambling. You're taking a chance, right? Right. But, but I am going to play and it is my top play of the week because I'm just making my picks right now. And as I'm making, and as I'm making these picks, I'm literally like kind of just putting a couple bucks on each one of these games. But on this game, the Kansas city game, um, this is my biggest play of the week. I'm going to, I'm going to go all in on Kansas city. So I think Kansas city I... not only covers the two and a half, I think they win the game outright. And I just want to make sure I'm getting the two and a half because, okay, I, I am. Okay. There it is. I'm taking the two. I would I'm like to the tell Chiefs. the great friends that I went for no last week and you propped me up all week and you gave me my flowers, but I don't, <laughs> I wouldn't, I would not bet with me this week. I don't have a good feeling. Last week I was very confident. I was very confident. In all of my picks this week, not so much. Okay. Not so much. I have just, I've literally just placed a bet on every single one of these games Four hmm. four games, four bets. And I have put two and a half times on Kansas City what I did on everybody else. Damn. I know. So I'm feeling pretty wow. good about that. Now, now here's the thing. I want to throw something else at you guys before we go on. Now, as far as prize picks, you know, Browner, you I got like, one for you, dog. Okay, because you like the demons and goblins. Um, listen to this. Love them. Lamar Jackson, 199 and a half passing yards. And Patrick Mahomes, 224 and a half passing yards. And Josh Allen, 199 and a half passing yards. Um, Jared Goff, 224 and a half passing yards. I'm actually going to take like all these quarterbacks. I'm going to put them all together, all four of them. I'm going to put together Mahomes, Lamar, Josh, and Jared, all four of these quarterbacks. And um, I'm going to play them all with the Demons and Goblins plays. And I'm going to play them all to, to pass for more. But I will tell you this on the demons and goblins, it's not exactly like the biggest payouts. 
So I'm trying to look for, you know, something else. All right, Alex, you have a, you have a, a prize pick that you really like. Yeah. Also a goblins pick. Uh, this is easy. This is like the easiest money ever. Christian McCaffrey half touchdown. Like, yeah, he's going to score a touchdown. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty. That if he doesn't good. score a touchdown, the Niners lose. Mm-hmm. I got to find that one. Where is that one? Is it, uh, is it in, I'm looking, uh, cause I'm in, I'm in passing yards. So is it in rushing yards? Rush and reception touchdowns. Rush and reception touchdowns. Okay. Got it right here. Got it. How mm-hmm. about Lamar Jackson? Half a touchdown. But that's a rush or that's a rush touchdown. Right. Rush. Yeah. I or know. reception. Like, so I mean, that I don't, that's not necessarily a guarantee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there are so many good plays here on uh, on Prize Picks right now, but I I like you, the Debo Samuel one too. Which one is that? How, what's he at? Same half. Yeah, yeah. Kind of love that one. I get like a like a sweep. A lot of times when McCaffrey doesn't get the goal line touch, they do like this stupid sweep at the goal line, and Debo scores easily. <laughs> like that. Um, I'm taking a look. I gotta find. Um, I'm definitely gonna be playing on Prize Picks this weekend. When it comes to rushing yards, I just have to find my guy here, Isaiah Pacheco. I rode him hard last week, and I'm going to play him again this week. I just got to find him here on the, uh, on the rushing yards. But okay, here he is, 89 and a half rushing yards. But that's a demon and goblin. Um, I don't know, man. Oh, here he is, 49 and a half rushing yards, and it's also a demon and goblin. I'm, whew, man, I, there are so many prize picks. Good thing I won last week. Good thing I won his, some, some money. His non-demon, his non-demon, non-goblin rush yards is 61 and a half. Yeah, I'm all over that. Yeah. I, he's going more than that for sure. Brown, you got anything on prize picks you really like? Not yet. I told you I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Okay. And I got my formula ready. I'm waiting. Okay, got it. All right, um, there you go. There's uh, there's our picks for the NFL weekend. Um, I am with you, Alex. I don't love my picks either because I went favorite, favorite, favorite underdog you know i went road i went home 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 and then road yeah so so hey um yeah, the chiefs one is funny to me because i do feel like that's giving me browns texans vibe because like the browns were favored last week and i'm like why like but nobody saw it like me that but the fact that you all see it like me that also gives me pause now too yeah the fact that we all think the chiefs are going to win yep that, that that makes me think the bills are going to win Right. <laughs> which, which, by the way, I wouldn't be surprised. No. Like, I'm telling you, like, the only reason I'm picking the Chiefs is because you got to prove it to me. Well, they haven't they, yet. They've got the home, t- you know, they they finally have home field. You know, it, it's the first time the Chiefs have to go on the road, and it's the first time the Bills finally, you know, get to host this level of game against this level of opponent. So, all right, let by me do this. Way, yeah. Side note. Yeah. Taylor Swift, good friends with Josh Allen's girlfriend. Will they really? be in a suite together? Really? How, how, how's that relationship happen? I wonder. What? Uh, they're both young child stars, I guess. Oh, wait, who's Josh she's, Allen's girlfriend? Uh, she's an actress uh, named Haley Steinfeld. Okay, don't know her. She was in a lot of things. I don't really know. Like, <laughs> is that a, a good, is that a good movie? A lot of things. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. I'm sure you've seen her before. I don't know. I've never heard these the name. all these all internet. Okay. Yeah, these are okay. Okay. That's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> Haley Steinfeld. Don't know her. Yeah. Don't know her. Nope. She's in Marvel stuff. She was like in Transformers. She was. I haven't seen any of those kinds of things. All right. What Marvel stuff was she in? She was in the, uh, the. Oh, I know who she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in, uh, Arrow. Arrow. Arrow, I'm sorry. The one with, uh, Blackhawk. Arrows. 
Mm. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. She's good. Mm. All right, let me do this. Let me uh, let me get us to a highlight of the day. And when I say highlight of the day, I've got two local stories that I want to talk about, and they can both qualify as a Tory Holistics highlight of the day. Can we do that, Alex? Mm-hmm. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. I time to stock up, y'all. Tory Holistics promo code BetterBud get twenty percent off your purchase when you uh, spend a minimum of seventy five dollars. They're open every day. So go check them out. Today's Flower Friday. Yep. Flower Friday. 30% off traditional one ace. 30% off uh, Cypress Bogo. Two bags of Lowell Herb Co. 14 gram littles for 100 bucks. Farm Cut 25%. Remember Farm Cut, that dude we interviewed? Yeah. Oh, dude, I saw him at the shop yeah. a couple weeks ago. The dude with the really long hair. Saw yeah. him there, hung out with him for a while. He told me some stuff. I went in, I picked up a bunch of his product. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Flower Friday. I just received a text from Toriolistics. They said Cam Flower was $69. Now it's $56, 36, uh, $13 in savings. And um, so it's women-owned company and women-owned grown. Um, this is a company that's been in business since 2009. Cam, C-A-M. So they send a text to me just now. Text. Text. Okay. All right. Listen, uh, better bud. And you save 20%. And yesterday, um, for those of you that saw this in the uncensored portion, Charlie, the chief marketing officer from Toriolistics, came on the air and he said, look, your first time in, you save 20% with the Kaplan code, better bud. The second time you go in, they give you a 30% discount. And the third time you go in, they give you 35%. And that's not over a the course of, of a week or a month. or It's just first time in 20%, next time in 30, next time in 35. So you're getting a lot of savings. All right, let me, let me talk about two quick stories before we uh, hand off things here. Number one. The kid from Carlsbad, Julian Sand, the number boy. one high school quarterback <laughs> in the country, number one high school quarterback, number three overall player in the entire country, committed to Alabama, went to Alabama, registered in classes, and was going to be there for spring football. The day classes started is the day that Nick Saban decided to resign from Alabama. And just like so many other kids on the Alabama football team, they're all leaving. They all wanted to play for Saban. Nobody has the same confidence in the guy that just got the job to bore from, from Washington. So here's a quick question for you. What happens to this young guy? Like, look, he could have gone wherever he wanted to. Texas. But why would he go to Texas? Arch yeah. Manning is at Texas. He could have gone to LSU. He could have gone to, you know, name your school. This San kid Diego had, State. But you know what? I mean, I don't know what the kid does. Where does Julian Sand, the number well, one high school quarterback, where does he land? Well, the good thing for him is he was an early enrollee. So he's got all spring and summer to figure it out. You know, like, I don't know how the deadline, but, you know, he doesn't, he's not asked to, to be on Alabama's bench for a year. No, he's going to get to go to another school, gets to pick up the playbook this spring, gets to play spring ball wherever he goes. Like, classes don't matter for these kids, man. You, you, you leave Tuscaloosa today. You probably left already. It wouldn't surprise me if I were him. Yeah. I would have left Alabama. Why yeah. do you take classes there? I would have come back to Carlsbad. I'd work out with my coaches, yeah. you know, the guys who got me to this level, and that would be it. I, I would not be worried about, yeah. about needing to sure. hurry up and figure it out. And this is exactly what Nick Saban did is exactly why I will never complain about the transfer portal. And there you go. That's exactly. It, that's he waited till the first day of classes, probably locked a bunch of these kids in. Yep. And then he bounced. Yep. So all that is all, all 
all these talking heads on uh, talk about how college football is being ruined. There's a lot of things that college football has been ruined. The transfer portal, not one of them. Not for me. Okay. All those maybe kids, all maybe those when it opens cool. is stupid. Like all of those kids. Obviously, change. that it's open before the bowl season. That's pretty stupid. But, but how? But how about Alabama? I mean, they think that they are Alabama. They're not Alabama. They were Nick Saban's Alabama. There you go. There yeah. you go. There you go. That's it. That's that's the end of it. That's oh, all you need to say. Oh yep. shucks. Damn. Hey, um, hey, one other hey, story. Thanks. Just want to mention one other story. Um, Alex, I know we're trying to keep up with as much San Diego State basketball around here as we can. Tomorrow, um, yes. are they on big CBS it's again? A beautiful, tomorrow? it's a beautiful warm-up for NFL football. You got San Diego State uh at Boise, CBS, the big boy again, three Saturdays in a row, 10 a.m. tip off. 10 a.m. tip off, Scott. Yep. Boise State has played the hardest Mountain West schedule so far. So their 12 and 5 record looks a little rough, but they did beat Colorado State, who was ranked. Their last game, they did lose to UNLV. The tough, it's a tough opponent. Uh, they are kind of what San Diego State used to be, as from what I'm reading. They have a top 10 defense and a and a out of 100 offense. So they make you work for it and they don't score a lot of points. All right. There you go. Hey, um, for those of you that are listening on radio, it is uh football Friday on 1090. So the LA Football Network is coming up. And for those of you that are with us on podcast, let's go get uncensored. Let's do it. All right, guys, time to get uncensored around here. Although this biatch. Um, Where are you going, LA Cap? You're in a hurry. Well, I have a call at the uh, top of the hour. Um, that's a, a fundraising call. Gotcha. And it's some, like I thought you had some uh, LA Cap appearance. You had no, no LA Cap bullshit. Put, you had to put on your Gucci Air Force Ones and go do yeah, your no. thing. No, those are uh, are they Gucci or your Travis Scotts? Yeah, I haven't. You know, I haven't taken those out of the box yet. You're scared. Don't be well, scared. Am, you scared of the dog. I'm scared. I'm scared. You don't know nothing about them shoes. Put them on. You don't care to you them sketches. You know what though? The thing is, it's not the um, it's not because I'm scared that somebody's gonna come up and want to take them off my feet. No, that's not what I mean. Oh, I I'm mean scared, scared in the sense of scratching them or getting yeah, dirty right. or stuff. Listen, <laughs> if you ain't gonna wear them, if you ain't gonna wear them, sell them. Period. I can't sell. I can't sell. Them. But you're not that kind of guy. Every you're not that kind them. of guy. Oh, you have Alex, an alibi. Alex, you want to buy them? You got little feet, though, dude. Well, how big are your feet? 13. Oh, all right. You're right. I got 11. <laughs> That's not little. I did. Hey, man, yeah. while we're here, while we're mm. here in the overtime, uh, let me, I'm going to share my By the way, I would buy them. Those are dope shoes. They are dope shoes. Boom. It's time, y'all. It's The time is upon us again. February 1st, 8 p.m. John Browner, Jason Lawhead. Hey, man, this time around, your boy got a picture up on the website and everything. I'm wow. hosting this junk. Wow. I'm hosting this junk. You hear me? You hear me? I'm hosting this junk. Ten bucks. Well, we'll start doing a little more promo next week to lead up to it, to run up to it, man. It's $10. Get your tickets. Grand Comedy Club. Again, more information coming in the future. But 8 p.m., man. 8 p.m. Grand Comedy Club on the Thursday. Your boy is hosting. Pitch on the website. All that, all that is happening. It's coming. How many, uh, how many comics are performing that night? Uh, me, right now, me, Jason, and another guy. Well, oh, so you're hosting. So you're going to go up. You'll do ten minutes. You'll bring right. on another guy. He'll do twenty right. minutes. You'll come back in and do five or ten or whatever. And then here Correct. comes Lawhead. Okay, great. Right. How many? Uh, congratulations. Like, when you go to when you go to a comedy show, like what's a traditional amount of openers? 
Uh, two. Yeah, I'd two say. Max. Yeah, I mean, if if you have a headliner like Jason, you got John who's going to come out there, warm up the crowd. Then you got a guy who's going to do, like I said, 15, 20 minutes, you know, and he's going to mm-hmm. get the crowd going. Then John's going to mm-hmm. come back up and have some fun with everybody. And then bang, it's right into Jay. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, that hey, comedy show went last Saturday. This dude had four. Um, who, who, no, was, the, who was the headliner? Oh, wait, how long did they go quick. up? No, they were quick. There was like like 10? Like five to 10 each one. Yeah, it was quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who's the, who the headliner? Ralph Barbosa. I don't know who Mexican he is. Kid. Yeah, he's he, was got, he, he blew up on, on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, kid, Mexican was he funny? Kid from, he was very funny. And what I liked about it, he didn't rely on being Mexican. You know how like when you got your audience, uh, you know, like yeah. George Lopez is all Mexican jokes, right? Like that's right. what he does. Like him, his life is Mexican. So they had Mexican notes to it, but he had jokes, which I was like, oh, right. good for you, dog. That's You're good. not just like pandering to your crowd, you know? That can transfer. Yeah. That can right. cross over. Yeah, you yeah. got jokes, huh? Mm-hmm. So I'll right. tell you guys one thing. I'm, I'm going to leave you guys with this one thing. Everybody have a great weekend. And everybody, thank you so much for being here all week. Really an awesome week for the show. Um, when the football season ends, I'm already starting to think about, like, what's going to happen to the show when the football season ends? You know, like. As far as? Content of the show. Oh, okay. Like, Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expand content. I have um, things I want to do that we're not currently doing because we're like? kind of, well, like for example, a lot of lifestyle stuff um, and, and business stuff. I'll give you a great example and I'll make this quick. I was on a flight a couple months ago on an American airlines flight. No, I think <laughs> now, spirit. I hear spirits going out of business. No. Yeah, I know, dude. I just got a spirit credit card. And it's- <laughs> I almost booked, I almost booked a frontier flight the other day. Cause oh, it was so cheap. It. And then I saw how much they charge for a backpack. I was like, so it's not cheap. They yeah, just right get you. They fuck you. <laughs> it's fucking so, $68 for a backpack. So I'm on this like American Airlines. I think it was American. Maybe it was Delta. And, you know, they got the TV in front of you, you know, and then they've got um, they've got content that, you know, TV shows, movies, other shit. Right. And I wind up seeing this guy and they they he was a former FBI interrogator. And he has a master class on negotiation. So I clicked into it and I watched probably four of them on this flight. And then I was like, I got to follow this guy. So I followed him on social and I, whatever. His name is Chris Voss, V-O-S-S. You guys should look him up. And I think his, I think he goes by like the FBI negotiator or something like that. And he teaches the art of negotiation from the eyes of an FBI negotiator who's negotiating like hostage release and stuff. But he's like, Hey, everything in life is a negotiation, you know? So I started following him and I started kind of learning a lot of what he, what he teaches. And then finally I just reached out to him on social and uh, he got back to me and I told him, you know, I'm really enjoying watching him and learning from him and so on and so forth. And I said, bro, I see you on a lot of podcasts. You got to come on the podcast with us. So he's like, great. I'd love to. You know, and I and I spoke to his PR person earlier today. So it just has me thinking, you know, whether it's business or it's health or it's lifestyle or it's money or or all the other shit that we're interested in outside of sports. Once the football season ends, we're going to start expanding into other shit. You don't want to uh, you know, you're going to get that that uh, Padre fan bust. All they're going to come after you out not doing sports, man. They, the NFL set you up for failure, man. They put the. Uh, spring training report camp day the same day as the end of the Super Bowl. I mean, dude, we're going to do plenty of sports, but I think that we we should expand what we do, you know? Of course. So, 
All right. I'm just thinking about that. All right. Listen, everybody have a great weekend. We love you. We appreciate you. We're glad you've been here with us all week. Um, good luck with our picks this week. Oh, ah, ah, you have it on. Yeah. Okay, update. Yeah. Yay. We back on Monday. All right. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Later, everybody. <laughs>